Did you know you have the power to change your life? It all depends on your beliefs. If you have limiting beliefs, you're limit yourself. I'm Becky Beach, and I'm here to help you overcome your limiting beliefs so you can design your dream life. This is the Becky Beach Show. Everybody, welcome to the Becky Beach Show. I'm Becky Beach, and today's guest is Marcy Patterson. She has a very popular blog called The Unpopular Mom, if you can believe it. And her YouTube channel has 1,196 subscribers. Welcome, Marcy. Thank you, Becky. It's a pleasure being here today. So why, why the unpopular mom? Um, well, I uh, myself always kind of found me being unpopular, usually because I have no filter. Anything that's in my head is out my mouth pretty quickly. And people are always like, did she really say that out loud? So... I figure that's why I am unpopular where I am. So, <laughs> so funny. So, so tell me about, about your YouTube channel. Like, how, how did you get so many subscribers? And did you start at, at, in 2020, correct, in March? Yeah, March of 2020, right about the same time the pandemic hit, um, mm-hmm. actually, that month. And so I'd been wanting to start it for a while, just to show my husband and son, mainly my son, that it could be done and that he could do it as well. Because he'd always talked about things, but his self-confidence level wasn't there. Um, So pretty much that's why I started the YouTube channel and kept growing it and growing it just to show him that it could be done. And then he finally started his own streaming channel, which he doesn't let me have access to because he wants to do it himself. (laughs) He's like, nope, don't promote it. Don't mention it. (laughs) What kind of content do you have on, on your YouTube channel? Yeah, so my channel is a lifestyle channel that focuses on helping mainly uh, moms make money at home. So how, how did you grow, grow it to, to so many subscribers? What's your, your, your secrets? Um, and so I started also at the same time, I started my um, blog, theunpoplarmom.com. And then I had been researching on how to grow both your YouTube channel and your blog. And I came across one lady that did a um, YouTube, um, like how to, you know, help subscribers on YouTube. And I kind of came up with something similar to that. But of course, not exactly to that. I kind of did my own spin on that little promotion. And that was the first freebie that I ever created way back in the day. And so then I would promote that on the YouTube channel. Of course, having the blog gave me somewhere else to promote it. And then I started researching too. And um, somebody was like, well, I started Instagram. And I'm like, I don't know Instagram. Didn't really think too much of Instagram at the time. And then they're like, well, it's another platform for you to be able to promote um, your YouTube channel on. And so I created it. And um, that's the very unpopular mom because the unpopular mom was taken um, so um, anyway, um, Instagram, I would go and follow people that, you know, were staying in the same lifestyle as me and our lifestyle YouTube channel as myself, kind of go where your market is, kind of the uh, thought process with the YouTube and the blog as well. And so that's how I've been able to get it. Then I was stuck at like 666 subscribers, literally. And uh, Pat Flynn was doing a uh, review Pat Flynn, yeah, oh, he was wow. doing a free promote your channel and or not promote, but um, and a review, and um, he would give his review of your channel and your YouTube. Um, so there was one time I had him review my blog, and that helped a whole lot. But what really helped was when he actually reviewed my YouTube channel, 
and it was New Year's Day because that's what I knew. He kept saying you should have an intro video. And so that's why I did an intro video because I knew that would be one of his first critiques because I was always watching. He would do free reviews like every Sunday or something. And so my subscribers literally doubled at that point. That's amazing. Yeah, for those who don't know, Pat Flynn, like he, he does, he has this passive income website and he has a, a really popular passive income channel. So, uh, yeah, so, so that, that's pretty cool that he, that he was able to review your site I mean your YouTube mm-hmm. and grow your subscriber base. Yeah, like if you can get like a popular YouTuber, you know, um, to look at your channel, maybe they'll promote you. I, I've seen that a lot, like on YouTube, there'll be a, a popular YouTuber and they'll like promote somebody else that's less popular. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they paid them or, or how they um, they were able to find them, or maybe they just found them themselves and liked their content and then promoted them. Like that's a good way to get you know, more subscribers. So you should like, you could like reach out to other people in your niche and then ask if they would, you know, promote your channel or something, you know, but first you got to ask nicely, you know, maybe tell your story about like why you started the YouTube. Hopefully they'll, they'll see that you're a good person and that they'll want to promote you to their um, subscribers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was doing it as a free service. I don't know if he still does it as a free service or not, but I'd watch him go through and review other YouTubers. And I was like, hey, could you one day review mine? And so he's like, sure. So then he did. And like I said, I doubled it at that point and just kept on doing the freebies. And I would promote the freebies both on my YouTube and uh, my website as well and just send that out. Once I make a YouTube video, I'll promote it um, everywhere. I'll um redo it as the thumbnail on Canva and redo that as a Pinterest pin and then an Instagram as well. And then I'll um, ping it too, um, like Pingomatic. That's one of the places I'll ping it. And it seems to help. I'd heard that before. Uh, it helps to get your link out there to Google quicker. Interesting. I never heard that. Sunny uh, Leonard Doozy is one that had uh, brought that up in one of her videos. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I only got like 300 on my YouTube and I, I've been um, doing YouTube for like 10 years, but, but I'm not consistent. I'll just post one every once in a while. Are you consistent with your YouTube? I try to be. I In the beginning, I was doing two to three times a week, which that does get pretty hectic, trying to come up with new ideas, even during the whole work at home jobs, trying to come up with new leads for everybody. Doing it that much is, uh, like I said, hectic. And then um, twice a week was a little bit easier for me to do. And then some weeks I kind of got to where I wasn't doing it so much. You know, you kind of go through the whole questioning yourself. But that's one thing that I suggest is don't compare yourself to anybody else. Because then you start questioning, you know, am I good enough, et cetera, things like that. But that's one of the things I suggest don't doing is don't compare yourself to everybody else. That That is a great tip here. Yeah, if you do compare yourself to other people, then you'll say like, well, I have so much more subscribers. You know, look at what, why are they, why are they so much more popular than I am? Are they cuter? You know, what's going on? <laughs> so then eventually you'll, you'll get discouraged and you'll probably stop, won't you? Yeah, because, uh, you know, there are dips and it wasn't really necessarily that I had stopped because I knew I wouldn't stop. But it was just talking myself into getting back into the habit and getting more consistent. Because if you go a while and you don't do it, you kind of almost feel like a newbie again. So what 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 what's your um you know what what's your equipment like do you use your phone or do you have a camera like what do you- um for the longest time I just used my iPhone um camera whichever iPhone I happened to have at the time I even started out with doing it on the iPhone seven 
um, believe it or not. I just do it in the bathroom or wherever I happen to have a little bit of quiet area because in the last house we were in, it's much smaller. So I didn't have my whole area that I can set up everything to where I have it now. Um, and then I just got a um, microphone. Um, it was like a $99 microphone off of Amazon. I forget which one. Uh, but I just got that. And then... Um, the little HD web camera that's like 30 bucks on Amazon. That's all I usually record with. Cool. So like a webcam like you're using now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's really neat. Yeah, I have a, a, a Logi webcam. I wonder if I could use that because it's pretty good. It's like a, like a high res, mm-hmm. you know, webcam. It, it does pretty good video. Because I need to think of some more content for my own channel because I, I just been posting these podcast episodes on there. I really want to grow my subscriber base. So I, I'm just need to post, you know, content. So do you recommend posting content that people are searching for? Right. That's what I'll do is I'll go and I'll, I'll do a little bit of research before I ever post a video and kind of I'll research on Google, I'll research Pinterest and YouTube. Um, kind of like when we make our planners, I'll research um, in the beginning and kind of see what's out there, what's hot. Maybe if there's like a crack in the content or, you know, maybe you're finding a video and you're like, well, if I had done the video, I would have mm-hmm. done it this way. And like sometimes I found like people wouldn't go all the way back to the beginning when they're showing how to do something. And so that's what I do is I'll take it all the way to the beginning steps. Um Let's say if you're looking to start a Pinterest business account, that's one of my most popular YouTube videos. It's got like, I think, 1,600 views or maybe 2,000 views on it now. I did that one last year. And so um, I take it all the way back to the beginning. So, you know, if I were just pulling up the web browser at that point, that's the steps that I would take it from. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I never, um, I never, that's a really good tip. You know, I never thought of that myself. Because I've just been posting, you know, content that I think people would like, but I didn't like do any research like that. I'm going to start doing that, like maybe do some research to see what people are doing. And a lot of videos I see, they'll they'll start the video with like a like a blooper or something funny. Like, do you do that? Not really. I mean, I've been told I'm pretty funny uh, personally anyway, um, so I really don't have a routine. I just kind of go straight in. And I tell them what I'm going to talk about, and I jump right into it. Out. I kind of don't do fluff and don't like fluff, so I don't have fluff on my channel. And so people know that I'll jump right into the material. No, oh, yeah, that, that's really that. great having no fluff. So yeah. how, how many views uh, across your channel do you have? Do you know? Um, I think it's right at 17,000. Oh, that, that's really good, you know, because you only mm-hmm. started in March of 2020. So like about like over two years now. Mm-hmm. Because we're filming this video, we're in May at 2022. Yeah, so like a little over two years. That, that's really cool. So, um, like, what? So, what do you recommend like people watching? Like, how 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 should they get started with their own channel? Um, definitely go with what you're interested in. Don't go with what's popular because if you're not interested in it, you're not going to do the work uh, consistently to put it out there consistently. Consistent is one thing that I found that find that most people need to do and then have an outline of what you're going to talk about in your video because without an outline I'll just go rambling on and on and on in different directions so I used to write out like if I were doing 
the top 10 work at home jobs that week. I usually wouldn't do more than six or eight, but just for an example, I'd have the list written out to the side here. And then I would watch content of my own and figure out where people dropped off. Like if I'm moving my head around a lot or if I'm doing something weird, you know, people are going to be dropping off at that point, I find. And so then also, too, on YouTube, um, at the end of the videos, you can actually do to where they can watch a few of your own videos instead of having it looped to someone else's videos. So I definitely recommend that. That's the tip that not a lot of people know about is uh, the cards that they call it. And you can uh, promote two to four videos. And they suggest only putting that like toward the very end. So your drop-off ratio is better than it would be if you're promoting it early on. That's great. It kind of reminds me of when you write a blog post, you go related posts at the end. So people will continue to look at your content. Like that's an amazing tip. I'm going to definitely be doing that. So you attach your videos at the end and like the cards, like I've seen other people do that because otherwise they might show somebody else that's kind of related and then you'll lose a viewer because maybe mm-hmm. they, they only want to subscribe if they've seen like a few videos, you know, before they're really invested in you. Right. That's amazing. So you also sell printables. Is that, is that correct? Right? Yes, I do. I started uh, doing the printables, um, mainly, you know, the PLR private label rights version of the printables so people can pick them up and, change them all around and then resell them. Um, that's been pretty big. And I had and have an Etsy store, but I did the mainly the promoting on my own website now. So do you ever use your YouTube channel to promote your printables? Uh, yes, actually I do. Um, because you, you have to have a video. Um, you don't have to, but it's a good idea to have a video showing all what's inside of your actual printable. And so I'll do a video of that one and then I'll have it in the links where people can go and buy it as well if they're interested. Oh, oh yeah. You also do the same thing. Y'all put um, my printables on my YouTube channel. I use this program called Flip HTML. It's like the site. And you just upload your um, your PDF and it makes a book of your mm-hmm. printable. Then I'll turn off the ads and film myself like a screen recorder, just flipping through the pages. And it makes a video of my printable. So that way um, people come into my, my shop can um, look at what's inside my printable before they buy it. Mm-hmm. I, I flip like every five seconds. It's not like they, they get to see it for a long time. Otherwise, they might copy the content. You just got to be careful. Right. Yeah, I just kind of scroll through it just as if you were, you know, looking through the pages themselves. And my videos are probably like 20 seconds long when I do that. And then that way I can embed it wherever I need to. And then, you know, use that YouTube um, banner and tweak it into a Pinterest pin and an Instagram um, story, too, and share it on all my uh, different channels. So you also have a son at 16. So what, what kind of challenges do you face like raising a kid and doing this YouTube channel? Um, well, um, he has a lot of anxiety, and so I he gets very anxious about a lot of things, and um, I actually use it in a positive way, showing him that he can do it as well, and to the point to where he finally built, built up enough self-confidence that he had actually gotten, I had asked for some equipment for Christmas, and so we bought him a few little things, and then he decided to start his own streaming channel. Cool. Like, what, what does he stream about? Uh, video games oh video games so he's also on twitch like that's a popular he is service Mm yeah yeah he didn't even tell me the name of his channel he doesn't want me to promote it so (laughs) we keep it separate (laughs) 
Yeah. So it's great that your son's following in your footsteps and, and being a content creator. Like I hope my son, you know, will learn, you know, marketing and stuff when he is like a teenager, you know, and mm-hmm. hopefully he could uh, like help me with my business if he would like, like he could, I'll, I'll probably teach him, you know, some stuff. And then we can have like family business. Like that'd be fun. Yeah. But he won't have to get a job at like a fast food place. Cause I used to work at Taco Bueno and it was horrible. Like, like one time I just broke down and crying in the bathroom because like I didn't give someone the correct change and they're just bitching uncontrollably at me. <laughs> so it was oh, wow. really horrible That's horrible. <laughs> yeah, so I ended up quitting. I actually left. I was like, goodbye. Right. <laughs> I couldn't take it anymore. It was horrible. Yeah, so I wouldn't want him to get like a fast food job, especially with your son and with all the anxiety. It's probably more helpful for him to, you know, express himself on YouTube instead of, you know, get like a fast food job or work in retail like a lot of teenagers do. Right. He's into politics majorly. So he may wind up um, doing an internship for one of our local politicians here. He actually ran into mm-hmm. him at a school function and he had on a Jimi Hendrix shirt. And the guy thought it was pretty cool and called him over there to him. And he was like, oh, hey, remember me? <laughs> He's like, I called <laughs> your office. <laughs> wow, that'd be, that's so exciting, you know. Yeah, I'm sure those watching or listening, there's probably a lot, a lot of politicians in your, your area that you're um, that you would like to promote. You can probably do that. Like if you had a YouTube channel, maybe talk about them. But but it can get tricky if you're promoting politics and religion on your YouTube because you might you might you know have have some people you know not want to tune in because they have different you know um, like po- political and religious you know um, beliefs. So it's probably not the best best to like share your political or religion unless that that that's your channel's focus, you know? Right, exactly. And I don't I don't talk about my religion. I don't talk about politics. Not that I have a bad religion or you know anything, but I just don't talk about politics or religion on there. Yeah, there's some YouTube channel where where their focus is politics. So that's okay. Like like myself, like I have like two businesses, so I rarely, if ever, talk about my religion or, or and I don't talk about my political leanings. I really don't have any political leanings. I don't even like politics. Like it's just mm-hmm. confusing to me. I don't even like I voted a few times. You know, I just usually I don't. You know, but whatever. <laughs> I'm not really a political person. Usually when when I go vote, it's because a, a person's running to get somebody that I don't want in office. Oh, right. <laughs> so I'll go vote for that reason. <laughs> yeah. So what, what's the future of your channel? Like, what are you going to continue to do to grow up more? Um, pretty much just more of the same thing. Um, and I'd like to be a little bit more consistent and actually write it out and keep it in my planner, you know, actually plan it out and write it on there to where I would actually, you know, stick to it. Um, so that's something that I could do better um, on my channel is more consistency. They also talk about same time of day, same time of week, and that would help grow your channel as well because your viewers um, would come to expect you being on, say, 4 o'clock every Friday or whenever you happen to be on. Now, you mentioned you you sell like um, printables and PLR, maybe a, a cool um, product would be like a, a YouTube planner for for YouTube content creators. Right. And I've actually got one. That was actually one of the first freebies that I started uh, making a very long time ago. I do need to go back through and rework it, actually, um, since I know a lot more now than what I did in the beginning. But that was actually one of my first freebies that I created and promoted. Oh, how interesting. Mm-hmm. And I do it in the blurb part on the YouTube box. You know, when you're filling out all of your information, I'll have my links right there. And then I'll have to follow me on social, socials after I talk about what the channel is about and a couple of hashtags usually at the bottom. 
So all the people watching, like, how, how do you convert them to a, a subscriber? Is there any tips and tricks? Just building a loyal fan base and talking about what they have come to expect you to talk about. Like you said, don't go off on any um, tangents or anything. And I think um, freebies help a lot, but you don't want to, you know, give away everything, I guess. Um, but as long as you're, you know, doing stuff for your subscribers, I think that pretty much stay and continue to watch and they're going to continue to get more information. So in the video description box, are you linked to a freebie? Is that what you mean? Yes. Mm-hmm. So in your video, do you direct them to the freebie? I do. Mm-hmm. Oh, very cool. Yeah, that, that's a great way to get people on your list that are watching because, you know, you just never know about the algorithms of these social media networks because there, there's been a lot of companies that just lost all their business because they just relied on Facebook and then Facebook mm-hmm. did an algorithm change and now they, they don't get no visitors. Like they were getting millions and millions of people coming and had likes and and like they made it so like like they favor uh, other people's content instead of publisher mm-hmm. content. So that can always happen. You know, then YouTube might do the same thing. They might make you pay to play because they're owned by Google. So you just never know what's going to happen. So you should always get people on your list because once they're on your list, you can email them wherever you want. You've got to worry about any algorithm changes. Like you just got to save your list. Like I back up my list like every couple of weeks just in case something bad happens. Like you just never know with these email service providers. I use ConvertKit, so it's pretty stable, but still you just never know what's going to happen. So I just, I just get peace of mind by backing up my list. Mm-hmm. I started doing that as well. And then also on my list, and I use that to promote my channel too. At first I wasn't, but then I started seeing some other people doing that. Um, like I have my YouTube banner down at the bottom of my PLR group that I promote. To me, P's in that sentence there. And so I'll have my banner down there for them to click the link on, but it's the very last thing in the email so they don't get distracted uh, from what, what the email content is about. And then same thing in my personal group um, group that I have, I'll promote it on there as well. And then I'd seen someone, um, there's a radio DJ that follows me, actually. And she had emailed me back about one of the PLR planners. And uh, so she had her YouTube uh, just a click here, YouTube hyperlink in her signature. And I was like, I need to start doing that, too. And so just to have it in your signature and your emails. That is a really awesome tip. So somebody quite famous in your area is following you. That That's like a really good, good feat there. Yeah. So, so how do you handle, like, I know some people are afraid to post videos because they're afraid that there's going to be haters. Like, how do you handle haters? I had a bunch of haters on my channel last year. I did actually go back through and take down the videos after some, a lot of heartfelt thinking about it. I did take a lot of it down just because I didn't want to have other viewers on my channel seeing it, you know, a long time after. Uh, but there was a YouTube um, YouTuber that I followed that was a young one. Um, he was in his teens that had threatened to hurt himself. And I actually reached mm. out to his, um, yeah, I reached out to his family and left him a voicemail. And I had a lot of haters come into me just because I, I knew somebody that had a connection between the two of us. So I went back to him to try to find out how to help this person more. Sorry, I didn't mean to go mm-hmm. down that path. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I had a lot of haters coming back at me all of a sudden because they're like, well, he was doing stuff on his channel that he shouldn't have been. I'm like, none of that matters. What matters is the important part of it. And I even did a little bit of Google search and found who I thought to be his parents and left voicemails. Oh, oh, very cool. So you contacted his parents because yeah. he was threatening to hurt himself on the on his YouTube. 
Right. I wonder if he was just doing that to get attention. Like you just, you just don't really know. So. And kind of made a, seemed to be a cry for help. But if they're crying out for help like that, then they definitely need help of some kind. You just don't know what kind. Um, so I thought it best to try to, you know, at least leave voicemails. I never did hear back from his parents, but he reached out to me like the following week to let me know that he was all right. So that, you know, made me feel mm-hmm. good that he was all right. Oh, yes. That's important because you just never know if these people are just crying for attention or if they really have a problem. So it's always good to follow up. And you you can easily find anybody's um, like address and phone number online. But yeah, I just left him a voicemail going, I don't know if this is your son, but this is his channel. You might mm-hmm. want to see this video, something, you know, a little bit of a description, but not too shocking, I think. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good idea because even if you have some subscribers and they're threatening to hurt themselves in the comments, you know, you want to make sure that you reach out to them because I know a lot, a, lot of, a lot of subscribers get so many subscribers. I've seen some people have like millions and millions of subscribers mm-hmm. and they, they get like probably tons and tons of comments and they just can't read through every one, you know, so you just ne- never know who's like going to be watching your videos and who's going to be affected. So what? So um, so you, you kind of keep keep your content just on working from home, right? Um, I try mainly to gear just toward working at home. Um, now I will go into different paths on that. You know, like creating the planners. I've done a few videos showing how to create a workbook in Canva, um, how to do this or how to do that. But it's all ultimately geared at the same focus, uh, the same goal. That's great. So you have some some design tutorials to help people. You know, great stuff so they can sell it on Etsy. Right. That that's awesome. So, do you ever get any success stories of people that have watched your videos and, and they really help them? Um, well, um, I actually not exactly in that direction, uh, but I did have one girl who had a anxiety planner that I had put up, and she uh, did reach back out to me and let me know it helped her a whole lot. Oh, that's great. So, like every time somebody you know gives me a good a good you know positive feedback, I always ask for like a review. And I mm-hmm. save it to put on like a sales page. Right. And she did. And um, I've got several on the Etsy store, but I'm just not doing a whole lot with the Etsy store. I'm more focused on my blog and the YouTube um, channel at this point. Uh, but I do have it from there that I could always use on my sales pages as well. Well, thanks so much, Marcy, for being on, being on my, my podcast. I hope you have a wonderful day, everybody. And don't forget to visit the show notes at mombeach.com forward slash podcast. And Marcy, do you have any any freebie or any promotion you like to talk about? Um, so I do have a 90-day um, YouTube planner um, listed on my YouTube channel. Um, that's one of my, um, that's a long standing freebie that I was mentioning. And then I do have a, uh, my most recent freebie that I have is a cute hedgehog planner that I've done for both personal use and commercial use. Oh, cool. I'll make sure to, link to them in the show notes. So again, visit mombeach.com forward slash podcast to view the show notes. Okay, this has been great, Marcy. I just learned so much myself that I'm going to apply right away because, you know, when you learn things, you should take action on them. You don't just, you know, go, oh, whatever. You actually got to take action if you think that will help you. So I'm going to definitely take action and do the research for my my videos. I'm also going to, you know, reach out to other popular YouTubers in my niche to try to I try to get in front of their audience. I'm going to be putting like a freebie in my subscription box, which I haven't been doing. And I'll definitely be doing those those three things. Thanks so much again. Mm -hmm. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. Hey, goodbye, everybody. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Becky Beat Show. 
Please go to mombeach.com forward slash podcast to learn more about my podcast and for show notes. If you want a 2022 free printable gold planner, please go to mombeach.com forward slash subscribe. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Have a great day. Goodbye. Goodbye.